And so it all begins once again. Every year, our yearly observance of Holy Week and entering into these special three days, these special three liturgies of the Lord's Supper, and then tomorrow of the Lord's Passion, and then on Saturday of the Easter Vigil of Christ's Resurrection as we prepare for that. And tonight, it all begins. And it begins with Jesus sitting down and having a meal with his disciples. It all begins this process in which Jesus is accomplishing the work of our salvation, the work of our redemption. It begins this very night as he sits down with his disciples. And what were they doing? They were celebrating the Passover of the Lord, as we heard about in our first reading, and how you would eat your lamb and everything of that nature, that the angel of death had passed over their place if they would only but make the sign on their doorposts. And so they're gathering to celebrate this meal that they had celebrated so often. But Jesus makes it his own. Jesus makes it his own in the way in which he modifies it, in which he changes it, not only because he gets up from table and he washes the feet of his disciples, but because also in that upper room, in that cenacle, Jesus takes bread, as we heard in our second reading, that he takes bread, he blesses it, breaks it, and gives it to his disciples, saying those words, take this, all of you, and eat it. This is my body. And in a similar wine, a chalice with wine. This is my blood, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Those same words that whenever we gather for Mass on Sunday or even daily Mass, we hear those words said over and over again. That what the Jewish people had once celebrated once a year, the Passover of the Lord, that now Christians celebrate that meal that Jesus had with his disciples on this very night, which he begins his work of redemption for us. The forgiveness of sins, that's what our prayer at the altar says. Take this, all of you, and drink. This is my blood poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. That's what happens every time that we celebrate the Eucharist and really in our gospel today, this gospel of Jesus getting up and washing the feet of his disciples is full of imagery of this forgiveness of sins. Of course, quite clearly from our second reading from the Eucharist that we celebrate, that every time that we gather and we receive the Eucharist, that our venial sin, that whatever sin we have that is small or lesser, that that sin is forgiven by our very reception of the Eucharist. And then as Jesus in our gospel from St. John tonight, he gets up and he washes the feet of his disciples. He pours water on them. And Peter says, well, you know what? Why don't you wash my entire body then, Lord? And Jesus says, well, if you bathe, I only need to wash your feet. And so for the image there of pouring water and how in the sacrament of baptism, All of us had that original sin of our first parents, Adam and Eve, forgiven. And that on Easter Vigil, and it won't be the case in our parishes, but in St. Raphael at other parishes, in our diocese throughout the world, that people will be baptized at that Easter Vigil. And all the sins of their life, if they're 50 years old, all the sins of their life will be forgiven by the pouring of the water. So I see in Jesus washing the feet of his disciples an image of baptism and how for us our sins have been forgiven through that sacrament. 
A little unknown fact is that every time that you probably come into the church, you dip your hand in the holy water font. And as we dip our hand in there and make the sign of the cross, holy water is a way in which sin is forgiven. Again, like the Eucharist, venial, little smaller, lesser sins are forgiven. This image of water, a way of which sins are forgiven. And thirdly, Jesus in our gospel tonight gets up and he does that act of charity and he says to his disciples, I have given you a model to follow of love so that what I have done for you, you also should do. One of the writers in the New Testament says that love covers a multitude of sins. That when we do works of charity, as we've done throughout this Lenten season, as you bring forward later during the offertory your Operation Rice Bowl containers and place them in this basket here, that that's a work of charity, and through that our sin is forgiven. The smaller, the lesser sins. Love covers a multitude of sin, and so Jesus tonight, by his love, gives us an example that when we show love towards those in our life, that it's just another way that our sins will be forgiven. The forgiveness of sin all climaxes tomorrow as we'll come together again, and we'll hear the story of Christ's passion, his death on the cross. That's the ultimate way in which sin has been forgiven, but there are so many other ways Tonight, as I've explained, that our sins can be forgiven, and of course, many have gone to the sacrament of reconciliation this Lent. The Lord wants to forgive sins, and he gives us that great example tonight in our gospel by saying and doing the very things he does. Tonight, the work of redemption, the forgiveness and salvation of us is beginning. And it will be completed on the cross, but it continues each and every day as we ask Jesus to forgive us our sins. Those same words that we'll hear in just a few moments.